Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Asthar. Hello guys. It is so exciting to be here. I have a very special episode for you today because first of all, I've decided to upgrade myself into an official studio, also known as my closet. So I'm sitting here in my closet with my equipment so the sound quality will be different, hopefully better, only because I have an extra special episode for you guys today. My name is Dr. Kamal Akhtar, and I'm a board-certified internal medicine physician practicing hospital medicine for the last eight and a half years. I'm coming to you today in a capacity of a life coach. Now, for those of you listening to my podcast from the beginning must be wondering why am I introducing myself again? Well, the answer to that is because today I'm addressing a very specific group of people, and those are Muslim women physicians with families. For everyone else, it doesn't mean that they stop listening at this point. It just means that I'm addressing the hardworking, overachieving, multi-talented, and always multitasking women that are physicians who keep up with family, work, and religious obligations beautifully. That's right, I'm talking to you because I am you. And... For the other people not completely fitting this description, this episode will be a review but all the methods will still apply to you and I'm sure you'll find merit in everything I have to say. So continue to listen on. So to my physician friends, I wanted to let you know that I've created the Islamic Life Coach School because I had everything in life and I was still unhappy and somehow made to believe that I was a bad Muslimah. It was such a struggle for me until I found a specific formula that I applied to life coaching and I'm about to teach you. I had worked so hard, I've gotten straight A's as a student, followed all the rules, had a beautiful family, alhamdulillah, but I always felt overwhelmed. And overworking wasn't even a part of it all the time. I'd feel overwhelmed even on my time off. I was reactive to all my situations, to my children, to my husband. So even the cleaning lady for not showing up on time. Other people would consider just having a cleaning lady a blessing. And here I was being miserable out of a blessing. I was struggling with everything big and small. And I was thinking like there was something wrong with me. And I felt that way all the time. How was it that I got to this point in my career and still felt like a failure? They didn't warn me about this in med school or residency. They said practicing medicine will solve all my life's problems. But that was far from the truth. So in my struggle in trying to solve my problems, I tried everything. Everything from meditation to reading up to five self-help books a week to taking innumerable self-help courses to more volunteering to less volunteering to delegating to create more time to traveling more to distract myself to traveling less to try and spend more time with my family Everything from blaming my husband to blaming my parents for everything that happened in my childhood and going through therapy because my therapist had me believing that something went wrong in my childhood. And from therapy to other extremes, from benign to dramatic, tried to solve all my problems with the external world. And then I came across a dua from one of my teachers from the Rabat School for Muslim Women and it was a dua asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send me a guide. And I repeated that dua asking for that guide every morning. This was right around the time of the pandemic. And that was especially stressful time for health professionals among all of the chaos and the uncertainty that the health professionals were going through. 
I discovered a model called CTFAR by Brooke Castillo. I learned more and more about it until I realized that this was it. This was the guide I had been praying for. I teach it based on Islamic fundamentals at the Islamic Life Coach School, and I'll give you everything you need to know for free right here. I apply this formula to time management and it has changed my life. So what is the formula? C-T-F-A-R. It is an abbreviation that stands for C for circumstances, T for thoughts, F for feelings, A for actions, R for results. Now I'm going to review some basic descriptions of all of these. C for circumstances. These are always outside of us, always neutral, always out of our control, and have to be provable. An example of a circumstance would be the weather, a statement from another individual, an agreed-upon fact. And we set the standard of these circumstances so much so that they're provable to other people, for example, like in a court of law. Next is the letter T, which stands for thoughts. Thoughts are created in our heads based on the circumstance. What is it that we're thinking about based on a neutral circumstance? Thought, very simply speaking, are of two origins, the higher brain or the prefrontal cortex or the lower brain, being the hind brain and the amygdala, also called the primitive brain. The next letter is F for feelings, which are generated by our thoughts that serve as fuel of our actions. Feelings are emotions in our body that we feel as a direct result of a thought. The next letter is A, which stands for action. Actions is something we do based on how we feel. Sometimes we take strong actions based on positive feelings, and sometimes we go into inaction based on negative feelings. So inactions also lie in this line. The next letter in the formula is R, which stands for results. These are the results that we have generated based on our actions that we took. The power of this formula and the reason it changed my life lies in the T-line. The circumstances are always outside of our control, that is the C-line. Afterwards, starting from the T-line, which are our thoughts, everything is in our control. And recognizing what we choose to think about our environment can change all of the subsequent lines, including the feelings, actions, and the results that we generate. They don't teach you that in medical school. Actually, they don't teach you that in any professional school. And all of the self-help books and courses focus on changing one thought, how to be a good parent, how to be happy, how to be a good boss. What I've learned from this formula is that you can literally apply it to every aspect of your life because it's based on your thought, which is coming from the most powerful tool of the human body, which is your brain, and above all, your conscious brain. Problems I faced with the self-help industry was they tell you to change one thought and then you're stuck in the same negative thought loop as soon as you're facing another difficult situation. Now, don't get me wrong about the self-help industry. I drive a lot of lessons from other people's expertise and I apply them. But what I'm trying to say is I've never found anything more inclusive than this formula that will help you change your life and get the results you want. At the Islamic Life Coach School, it is my mission to provide superior mental health and emotional intelligence and I'll give you some examples as to how the formula can do that. This is going to make for a long podcast, but by the end of this podcast, you will understand why you are reactive to so many of your life situations and why you went to school for almost $200,000 in debt and came out still unhappy. 
What to do with the burnout related to work and the overwhelm created by having a career and a family life. You can have both. No longer will you wonder who are these people who always look so put together and are doing so much. Now, before I teach you the workings of the formula, I want to add a disclaimer here. As a practicing physician, I have tremendous respect for all my colleagues in the mental health field, and I am not at all claiming that this formula will fix all mental illnesses. This is the place for us to recognize that the treatment and diagnosis of mental illnesses is extremely vital, and it is done properly through licensed specialties like psychiatry, psychology, psychotherapists, social workers. Diagnosis and treatment of mental illnesses is not at all what I'm trying to do here even though as a physician I can, but I want to be very clear from the beginning that I will not be providing any treatment or diagnosis related to mental illnesses. If I do feel someone needs those services, I will refer them out. Additionally, I want to clarify that according to my standards, I do not define mental health as a lack of mental illness, which is unfortunately the standard where most of the society operates out of today. Meaning, if you don't have a mental illness, it must be that you're mentally healthy, which unfortunately is not the case. Now, this is a topic for a whole another podcast, but I want to clarify it here since I want to let you know that that is not the standard where I will be operating from, which is a very low standard in my opinion. Now, going back to the formula, the meat of the podcast that I promised you. The formula, C-T-F-A-R, as it applies to busy physician moms. <clears throat> Here we go. I will start with an example in situations as we commonly face them. And these examples are mostly related to time management. First example, C-line, circumstance. I have 15 minute slots to see an office patient. T-line, thought. That is not enough time, especially given all the chronic problems patients have. F-line, feeling. Overwhelmed, frustrated, inadequate. A-line. Action. I rush through the appointment. I worry about the time. I worry about how much I have to chart and how much I have to document. I don't pay attention to the patient. That's the inaction example. Result. R-line. Unsatisfied patient. I go over the scheduled time because of lack of focus, poor patient satisfaction score. I've proven my thought to be true. At this point, I'll offer you that since we learned in the beginning of the podcast that the T-line or the thoughts can be of two origins, higher brain and the lower brain, the thought that this formula is based on is actually from the lower brain. The thought in this example, I don't have enough time, is rooted in scarcity, is rooted in fear, which are both primitive brain functions. I will also offer you that most of us these days are functioning from lower brain thoughts as default. So we're stuck in this default pattern and then most of our actions coming from lower brain thoughts and then we're made to believe that there is something wrong with us. But the power is that you have the authority and the choice of changing that lower brain thought into a higher brain or prefrontal cortex thought, which changes all of the subsequent lines of F, A, and R, meaning it gives you an entirely different result, something that you would much rather have. Now let's take the same example and insert a higher brain or a prefrontal cortex thought instead. C-line, circumstance. I have 15 minute slots to see one office patient. Thought, T-line, that is enough time to address one problem. 
F-line, feeling, adequate, confident, A-line, action. I address the most pressing problem that the patient presents with. I educate the patient on the nature of the visit and welcome them for another visit for other problems. R-line, result. Satisfied patient, you go through the schedule, you have a high patient satisfaction score. This formula was generated from a prefrontal cortex dot that we have enough time to address one problem, which is based on abundance, planning, both prefrontal cortex functions. At this point, if your brain is offering you that you cannot find mostly prefrontal cortex dots to substitute your previous lower brain default dots, let me tell you that is natural. You've been functioning on your default mode for years. It takes some practice, but it is doable. Now let's take another example this time, maybe from family life. C. Circumstance. The PTA asked me to bake 50 cupcakes for the bake sale. Thought. T-line. I should bake the cupcakes. Now pay attention of how benign this thought is. Should bake the cupcakes. If you pay attention to it, you realize that it's coming from a place of guilt, which is a lower brain thought. Now let's see what result it generates when we apply the complete formula to it. Thought, I should bake cupcakes, generates F, feeling of overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted. A, action of baking the cupcakes, but doing it out of resentment for work, PTA, school, or even the kids. Now, let's take the formula and apply it to a prefrontal cortex dot. C. Circumstance. PTA asked me to bake 50 cupcakes for the bake sale. T-line. Thought. I will say no to baking the cupcakes. Now realize you don't have to justify your thought to anyone. You can simply be saying no because you want to. F. Feeling. Satisfied. A-line, action, spend that time with the kids at home, or finish charting, or doing nothing, whatever you choose. The inaction that lies in this line would be that you're not resenting your action of having to bake cupcakes because of the thought that you should have. This lack of resentment creates all of this extra brain space without you even realizing it. And this extra brain space is gold, my friends, because you can then spend it to just relax if that's what you really want to do. R-line, result, the bake sale still happened, but you didn't resent it. Now, these examples might sound very benign and inconsequential to you, but what you learn from it is a perspective shift, that the thoughts are in our control and we can generate any result we want. I can continue to give examples about thought shifts, about in-laws, about patients, about spouses, and this podcast will be three hours long. But the point is that the same principle can be applied to any situation in life. Now, since I've given you the basic workings of the formula, I'll tell you how to use this formula efficiently so you can start seeing results right away. Do a daily thought output. I call a daily thought output an exercise when you sit down for 10 minutes and write out all of your thoughts. You have to write them out. You can't just be thinking them. And do it for 10 minutes. You can do it for more time but it has to be a minimum of 10 minutes. I teach this because our brain will have a tendency of constantly disregarding thoughts that generate negative feelings or emotions or the ones that make us uncomfortable. But if you sit down and do a thought output for 10 minutes without any judgment for your thoughts, you will have so many thoughts to work from. Now, out of everything you wrote, pick one thought, which is your most pressing thought, and apply the formula as we've learned it.
In the beginning, you might make some common mistakes, but stick to the process and until you've finished one formula on one thought, don't stop. Reflect on the result you're getting from that thought. Chances are, if this formula was applied to a thought that was buried deep down inside, you'll be surprised to find the results you're actually generating, and all unconsciously. Then you can change the thought to a more conscious prefrontal cortex thought and then figure out what result would that generate. At this point, if you have any questions or you want me to take a look at your formula, head over to islamiclifecoachschool.com, all one word, that is islamiclifecoachschool.com, and contact me. And all of my contact info is on the website, and I'll walk you through the process. You can also schedule a free one-on-one 30-minute session with me so I can teach you the basics. Or you can bring with yourself a formula that you're already working on but are not getting the results that I claim, and we can work on it together. Some basic requirements for the formula to work is that you have to be a functioning individual as it applies to life coaching in general. You can observe your own thoughts as an outside neutral party in a non-judgmental way, also known as consciousness, the greatest gift given to mankind, in my opinion. Another requirement is that you know what you want in life, meaning you're clear about your goals and you know the results you're trying to create. Another one is that you keep a very low threshold of getting in touch with me if something is not working the way I'm saying it should be. The formula itself works, you guys. It has worked on hundreds and hundreds of individuals, and every single one of them says it's changed their life. It will work for you as well. If it is not working in the beginning, like I said, find me and we will work on it together. In the next episode, we will discuss how we can apply the formula as it relates to time management. If you apply the tools I teach you, my claim is that you can gain 20 hours in your week to do whatever you want with it without having to give up any of your current activities. Imagine 20 hours, 20 extra hours created out of thin air. Never will you feel overwhelmed, overworked, and frazzled. That is my promise to you. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes our goals clear to us and sends us guides to help us lead more conscious lives. And with that, I will leave you to ponder more. Until next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.